This podcast episode may contain language and depiction of suicide and eating disorders that some survivors or those in recovery may find upsetting. Please consider your triggers and well-being before listening to this episode. Hi, I'm Kara, and I'm here to change the conversations around mental health and eating disorders, bringing real-life stories of survivors, those in recovery, and my personal journey. It is estimated that one in five adults experience mental health illness. Suicide is the second leading cause of death among people aged 10 to 34. It is estimated that 8 million Americans have an eating disorder, 7 million women and 1 million men. Only one in 10 people with an eating disorder actually receive treatment. Eating disorders have the highest mortality rate of any mental illness. One person dies as a direct result of their eating disorder every 52 minutes, whether through medical complications or by suicide. This podcast will lead the way for having those hard conversations about mental health and eating disorders. This podcast will also focus on the healing properties of being in nature, which for me, completely changed my life. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of The Journey Podcast. In today's episode, we will be discussing community and how important it is for your mental health and growth. Humans are not meant to be alone all the time. Connecting as part of a meaningful community is vital for our mental health and well-being. After completing my program, I was very lost in the fact of not knowing what I was going to do with my life. I didn't realize the importance of having a community and people that are genuinely there to help you grow as a person. I have learned that through community, the ultimate benefits, support, safety, connection and belonging, influence, sharing, learning, acceptance, and even more connections from there. There's just more chances for success in life. With a sense of community comes meaningful relationships and even more healing. The people in your community not only want to help you, but they want to see you succeed in life. Today's episode is a five-part series, looking at the community that I formed around me after completing program. These individuals were key in my success and helped to create a place for me to grow, not only as a person, but as an entrepreneur. So the first guest that will be joining me today is one of my very, very good friends, Tammy Ray, and she's going to be talking about how we met and the impact that she's made on my life. The first day that I came to the animal hospital, I walked in and there was three people sitting in this little cubby hole and you happened to be one of them. We just hit it off. We just started talking. I think we were laughing and I felt really comfortable with you. And I knew that you were instantly going to be somebody that I was going to bond with. As time went on, we spent more time together. We found out more about each other. We loved outdoors. We loved to explore. So we really had that connection and it just, it built from there. And we just, we would come in in the mornings and I would either look for you, you would look for me. We would have our morning debriefings and what'd you do over the weekend? What'd you do last night? What are you doing today? It was just, it was a really good, healthy relationship. And I was really happy that I had found somebody at work that I connected with and I felt really grounded with. The phone call that I got after you got out of the hold, this makes me want to cry. Um, We had a conversation earlier in the day that you did try to take your life. It was that morning. You had come into the exam room and we were talking 
and telling me about the pain you were going through physically, mentally, the stresses that you had, and you told me that you didn't think you could go on anymore. You said, I can't do it. I can't go on like this anymore. I'm just, I'm done. I can't do it. That stuck with me all day. I tried calling you that night because that is something that Kara doesn't say. That is not in Kara's personality. That isn't verbiage that she carries around and just drops. I called you that night and it went straight to voicemail. Couldn't get in touch with you. And I got really concerned. And it wasn't until I found out the next day, I knew something had happened. I didn't know what. In my heart, I knew you were okay because I felt that connection to you. But that previous day, something wasn't right. When I did get that call, I was shaken to think that somebody as amazing as you could be taken off the face of this earth. I always knew you were meant for more. And I think I told you that the entire time that we were working together at the animal hospital, that you were going to be there to help people in every capacity, because that's just in your DNA. That's who you are. And I believe that's why you were put on this earth is to help people. And so when you said that you wanted to do a podcast and that you were starting your own company and coming up with the names, I don't know, that was something that happened over a period of days and we'd have the conversation and then go on a hike and have another conversation. And I don't know, it was just, it just happened organically. So I not only wanted to invite some guests, but I also didn't want to forget about some key people that helped to push that momentum. So she not only gave me momentum to start my own business, but she also created a space for me to obtain an income while I was getting back on my feet. I have been working part-time with Dr. April Rogers for the past year as a mobile veterinary technician for Dr. Rogers Hollywood Mobile Vet Services. I've known Dr. Rogers for quite some time, though through my past employment and continuing education programs that I would put on at Magianos. And Dr. Rogers is one of the best people that I have known, and I'm so happy to call her my boss and also a friend that has been through with me through so many things this past year. She not only was the push for me to get my business going, she also just created a a place for me to slowly get back on my feet. So I wanted to make sure to include that. Uh, My next guest, I not only call him my therapist, he's like my third therapist, but he is my acupuncturist. And I am so excited to have him on today, and that is Wade Thorne. But when we first met, January 2021, you had a bit of that blank stare, the, the look on the face of you, you've, been, you've been ground down a little bit by pain. But I think some of the questions that I asked also concerned some of the doctors that you would have seen and what they had to say. They didn't have a lot to say. You know, it's possible that they said something along the lines of, it's in your head. And then the subtext of that often when they say it's in your head is, please get out of my office. An acupuncturist office or a a body worker office and and someone who's got experience with pain management and and some experience with how that patient may have been talked to, they understand that it's embarrassing to say something like, well, I was told that it's all in my head. I'm starting to think that maybe it is all in my head. But kind of from an acupuncturist point of view, 
It's like, oh, it's all in your head. Let's get to work. You know, it's not the end point, it's the beginning. I'm always trying to inject some level of confidence when it comes to people expressing themselves concerning what it is that they feel. Having that first initial conversation with you about what it is that you felt and what my intentions were with you, that was the beginning of that relationship. You feeling comfortable being able to come in and just tell me what was actually up with you. It was through that experience and through a couple things that you had said where you didn't seem very confident in your finances, uh, but you still wanted to, to do this business. And I thought, well, you got to talk to Greg. And you're like, well, and I think you may have said something like, I don't have the money to, to talk with someone like that. They, they're going to want me to have money already. And I said, that's absolutely not true because he wants to help you. Where I want to help people with their pain, Greg wants to help people with their finances and bring them into a comfortable, pain-free place when it comes to how they feel about that aspect of their lives. And then after that, at some point, you had talked to him, you were really thrilled. He had set you up on a uh, savings pro program of some kind. And I said, well, the, the next step is talking to Leslie. You gotta talk to Leslie because she has started multiple businesses from the ground up. As we heard in Wade's interview, he introduced me to two key people to help me throughout my path forward. First, Greg Fields. He's my financial advisor, but to me is a huge supporter of what I'm trying to do. He also helped me to see that I had a future for myself. Greg was the first person that ever made me feel that I was going to be able to retire and not be working until I died. He created a sense of security that I had been lacking most of my life. Second, Wade introduced me to Leslie Levito, a business coach. She has helped me to grow my business and helped me to gain a whole new sense of confidence. I think that our comfort zone and staying in our comfort zone is part of instinct, right? It's like, stay safe. And if you think about it, if you, you know, rewind thousands and tens of thousands of years, like we had to do things that were safe, known to be safe, because we literally couldn't get eaten by a bear. Like literally there was danger out there. And so we have these instincts to stay safe, follow the rules, follow the pack. We're pack animals. And so we stay in our comfort zone. But then we have this other flip side of our intuition. But like society and the programming is to like stay safe, stay in your comfort zone. And it's just it's a natural human tendency to stay in your comfort zone because you, you, you like biologically want to stay safe. No one wants to be eaten by a bear, but it's 2023. <laughs> There's no bears. I mean, there could be a bear. It's possible, but like generally speaking, the fear that feels so real in our head, it feels like we're going to die. Seems that way. It's really just old programming. And if we follow kind of more our intuition, which our intuition is there to have us fulfill our dreams and live our purpose and what we're really meant to do, when we follow that, all this incredible stuff can happen. But you have to be able to go through the fear because I would never say like you're going to not feel fear. It's natural. It's supposed to be there. It's got a purpose. But you got to start to break down. Is it a real fear and start to move through it? And it's really a practice. The thing about 
cut class and the courses that we have, and especially mine, Out to Launch Academy, it's about providing people the support system, the framework, the roadmap to follow to help you get through the fear. And I know that you were really in a space where you had just come out of these huge transitions in your life. You just come out of like your eating disorder program and you were really looking at like rebuilding. And you knew you wanted to work for yourself and be your own boss and have the freedom and flexibility. Like you understood that the nine to five circumstance that you were in was not going to allow you to be the human that you wanted to be. But that first conversation, you're in the same space that everyone is in the beginning at some point where you know that there's something more for you and you're starting the like to put your foot on that path. But you're again, your logical brain is like scared, has fear, has doubt because everything that we've ever been told to do is get good grades, do real well, get a good job, work real hard and you'll find success. You know, conversations, they're inherited and they're like a container of how we live life and it's how society is. And so when I met that Kara, she was like, there's something more and I could see that you could see it. People don't necessarily come into the program thinking about confidence. They're like, I wanna think, figure out my, they're thinking of tactical hows. I wanna come up with my business plan. I wanna figure out how to find clients, like all these things. But really it's like you, kind of like the lid comes off because you start being in completely new conversations that are, I guess, renegade compared to the rest of mainstream society because we're like, don't stay at a soul-sucking job. Spread your wings. So I also want to frame that like the type of business building I do is I really love working with individuals who have a heart-centered approach or they really have a passion You certainly can just build a business to make a ton of money and all you're caring about is making money, but I don't focus on that. So the kind of business that I like to build is I feel like to do very well, you have to be willing to be devoted to your growth and development. Because for you to be a successful business person, you have to become the best you. While everyone thinks it's like all these tactical things, like people work with me because I have an MBA. And having an MBA is great. It's definitely a great resource, but 90% of the game is you learning how to stop playing small, how to step into your light, how to really look at the money conversations and all the limiting beliefs that you've inherited and like recoding and rewriting them. So it's really like a very profound journey of self. So that's definitely like number one. I think number two is having the right support system. Because one of the most common things that I hear is people say, yeah, you could quit your nine to five and then work for yourself 24 seven. And it gives a little bit more freedom and control, but you're still grinding. And that's not the way to play the real game. The real game is how do you find your genius zone, what you are so good at that right now you probably don't even realize that it provides value because for you, it's like breathing because it's your genius. How do you get your genius zone and pair that with an audience of individuals that you can impact and create value? And that's kind of like, in the essence, what you're doing. I remember leaving that first conversation with you and realizing that you were in a space of really exploring and discovering like what it was that you're going to do next. And sometimes people just need that time and space, right? And then the new year happened and we got in touch again. And then when you I remember, I I don't remember the exact wording, but I remember you were like, 
in the email, like really a demonstration of you pushing past the fear. And then just getting to spend that time with you in Out to Launch Academy and you're like showing up week after week, working on yourself, working on your business and just really seeing you grow and just to really see you blossom as a businesswoman and just as a human being. And then you pursuing your projects like jumping in solo and even this podcast. As you can see, all these people were a big part of my community. And I think that what created that community was that I was open to it. So one thing I can tell everybody is be open to those networks, be open to allowing people to help you and ask for help when you really need it. The Journey Podcast is brought to you by Dr. April's Hollywood Mobile Vet, Craft 9 Hair Design, and a list of community backers, which you will see in the show notes. This podcast is produced and edited by Mejia TV and can be found on all major podcast platforms. You can support this podcast by liking this episode and subscribing to it. You can also support me by rating this podcast and following me on social media at The Journey Podcast CY. Also, join me every week for a hike around the Los Angeles area. For more information on this episode, visit www.thejourneypodcastcy.com. Thank you for listening and supporting The Journey Podcast.